Hey everybody and welcome to the DPI Podcast. This is Matt. In today's podcast we're going to be talking about the Animal Kingdom area and we're going to talk about the park and we're going to talk about the hotels that we are kind of associated with that area as well. With this podcast we're really going to want to let you guys know why we recommend the hotels that we do if you plan on spending a lot of time at the Animal Kingdom Park. So, Peter, there's a great group of value resorts that are considered Animal Kingdom area. So why don't you start out with the All-Stars? Yeah, so heading into this podcast, um, I do think it is important for everybody to understand that Animal Kingdom is kind of off to the side. It's a little bit west, not a great distance. But when you look at Disney World, you have Magic Kingdom and then you have Epcot and Hollywood Studios sitting basically next to each other. And they're straight down World Drive from one another. And then as you come over a little bit west, you get over to the Animal Kingdom Complex area. So if you are going to stay at one of these resorts and you want to spend a lot of time in Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Epcot, just know and expect that your transportation times on buses are going to be a little bit more. They're going to be a little bit longer. They're going to be about five minutes longer than staying in some of those other areas. Well, and even to get the Magic Kingdom from Animal Kingdom, it's about a 20-minute bus ride. I mean, it's a substantial bus ride. So if you're trying to park hop and and you've got a reservation at Magic Kingdom, man, you've got to give yourself a half hour, 45 minutes to get to Mm -hmm. that reservation or there is no chance you're going to make it. And that's not to deter you from these hotels. Um, One of the, so let's just start talking about All-Stars. One of the biggest draws of the All-Stars is that it's three resorts. There's a music, a movies, and a sports. And those are just the theming. So music, you're going to see a whole bunch of different genres of music. There's a jazz area, Broadway area, what have you. In movies, you're going to have some areas that are themed with like, um, I know there's some Lion King area theming and there's some 101 Dalmatian area theming and some other movies as well. And then on sports, you're going to have like a football area and a soccer area and, and what have you. So really nice theming, really good resorts. When you get into the resorts, the rooms are being refurbished. So they're, they're getting nicer and nicer. It used to be a few years ago, they were kind of drab and now they're much brighter, um, much nicer finishings. So nothing to detract from these. But an all-star is the cheapest room that you can buy at Disney World to still be on property. As a standard room. as Right, as a standard room. Uh, but still, the idea is that it's it's kind of for a reason because you're the only thing you got coming out of the all-stars is you have a single centralized bus hub. They are still relatively large resorts, so you're going to face what you do at the other value resorts like Pop Century and Art of Animation where you might have a pretty decent walk to get into that centralized hub area. That central hub is going to have your transportation, it's going to have your your pool, and it's also going to have your food court, front desk, and shop area. But nothing to detract you from it, but getting on the bus, you can face some substantial lines, and the bus rides themselves are going to be a little bit longer because um, they are sort of the most perimeter of the resorts on this property. Um, But again, really good resorts. If you're going down to Disney and saying, listen, I'd rather spend my money on parties and drinks and other experiences or tours, and you know that you're going to be up at dawn and back after dusk, and you're just going to be in the park, 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 
then go for All Stars because it's a it's a good room. It's going to be a nice room, and that's all you're really trying to do. But if you want you know bigger hotel activities, I want pools with water slides. Then All Stars isn't necessarily going to be for you until you get to the deluxe resort in the value in the intermediate in the moderate. A bed's a bed. True. I mean. The deluxe resorts, I feel like, have better beds. In an intermediate and a moderate resort, if you're going to be, like Peter said, just using that room to sleep in and to get ready for the next day at the park, you know, there's no reason not to go with the cheaper option sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And there there are, if you're just going down with just you, um, you know, maybe you and a couple or you and your significant other are going down there or you, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. There are rooms at all of these where they have king beds and then they have two full beds. So uh, again, the beds will be a little bit smaller. When you do move up into the intermediate, if you have a room with two beds, it is going to upgrade to two queens instead of two doubles or two fulls. But it's still really good resorts, especially if you're trying to be a little bit more budget conscious. I've had some great experiences at all-star resorts. But I also know that I'm not going in expecting beach club or contemporary. I'm going in expecting to have a place to lay my head that's going to be clean, well-furnished, and still Disney-themed and and taking me into the magic and letting me book that dining plan and everything else that I want. There are, if you do want to stay over towards Animal Kingdom, there is an intermediate option and a deluxe option, which Matt's going to talk about now. Yeah, and just one more thing on that all-star area. So the all-star area is really close to the ESPN area of Disney. And it's an area that doesn't get talked about a lot, but they just uh, opened up a new NBA experience there. And if you're going down there for sports events, baseball tournaments, the cheer tournaments, that kind of stuff, a lot of those things are in that ESPN area of the park. So just something to think about if you're going down there and want to stay close to that area. The All-Stars are really good choices for that. Um, to keep you in close proximity. As you step up in the resorts a little bit, the moderate resort that's gonna be considered an Animal Kingdom area hotel is gonna be Coronado Springs. And this is a resort that over the last two years has done a complete facelift. Um, They just added the Grand Destino Tower. It opened last year and it is absolutely beautiful. It added almost a thousand rooms to the resort. And it's just a beautiful showpiece for this resort now that kind of took the place of the main hub building. And then around the lagoon that's there, you have multiple buildings with multiple bus stops all the way around the the body of water in the middle of this resort. So Coronado, moderate resort, really nice furnishings. Um, Really low key on the theming, I feel. When I was there, there's like the three Calberos theming mm-hmm. and that's about it but and it's really really subtle in the rooms pool is really nice though it is it yeah. is and dining options are really good there's a couple of them that are kind of hidden behind bushes that are hard to find so when you're looking at the resort and look at uh, looking at some of the dining options within the resort some of them are kind of hard to find mm-hmm. um so you may have to ask somebody but yeah pool is really nice though pool is built as like a like a aztec or mayan temple mm-hmm. and Pretty cool water slide and yeah. Yeah, nice. but real, really nice resort. Um, and I think the, of that resort as very, it's Caribbean beach basically. You've got Caribbean beach and Cornell Springs. They're so similar in layout. They, they are, they are. Just different theming. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that they have the Mayan theming, like a conquistador almost feel mm-hmm. with Coronado Springs. Well, yeah, and then um, at Caribbean beach, it's like a Spanish fort that's currently being like bombarded by pirates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So, and then your step up at Animal Kingdom Hotel area is going to be the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And Animal Kingdom Lodge is beautiful. It's broken into three sections. So you actually have the Animal Kingdom Lodge. You have Kadini Village. Kadani. Kadani Village. And then you have Jumbo House. You got it. Hey, hey. Uh, I've never stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge, so I'm kind of stumbling on this a little bit. But one thing that stuck out to me when I've looked at going with my family is they have what are called Savannah View rooms. So Animal Kingdom Lodge actually backs up to Animal Kingdom Park. And if you've ever done the Kilimanjaro Safaris area, the Animal Kingdom Lodge backs up to the way backside of this area. So there are mornings that you could wake up and there could be a giraffe kind of right out past your window, which is really cool to think about. Um, so really cool African theming, couple of really nice restaurants in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've eaten at Boma. Um, really delicious food. More, It's a buffet, but fantastic food. It looks right out at the pool. The pool's kind of fun. It's just a big African like watering hole. Mm -hmm. And so it's just mud towers and it looks like you're walking into a big pool yeah, of mud. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. But yeah, so really nice resort attached to Animal Kingdom, the park. So as we get into the park, you're going to all come in through the main entrance at the front. And it's a really... I really think the main entrance is the most congested area of this park because it really kind of narrows down as you get into that ticketing area and, and the scanning area for your for your bands. But once you get past that and you're going to kind of go through this little almost like wetland, like jungle area, and you're going to come out at Discovery Island and Peter's going to talk about that area. Yeah, so as Matt talked about, when you come through the entrance of the park, you kind of have two pathways. You go left or right. doesn't really matter. They kind of take you to the same place. They have some offshoots, some animal exhibits, things like that. Rainforest Cafe is over there on the left as you first come into the park. You can also get to Rainforest Cafe not entering the park if you are not going to a park for a day, but you want to eat at Rainforest Cafe. That's an option at Animal Kingdom, and it is also an option at Disney Springs because there's a Rainforest Cafe there as well. But just so you know, the Rainforest Cafe at Animal Kingdom does not require park entry. You can get to it from the outside. But anyway, once I come in, I'm going to ultimately get to kind of the top of a hill. I'm going to get to a bridge, and as I start to come over the bridge, I'm going to see the Tree of Life, and that is the main thing in Discovery Island. Discovery Island has the Tree of Life, which is home to It's Tough to Be a Bug Show. And outside of that, you have some shops. You have one of my favorite quick service restaurants called Flame Tree Barbecue. Great barbecue food. And if you follow the path to the left of the counters and just keep following that path, you can get all the way down to an eating area that overlooks the lake with Everest in the background. So really, really nice. One of my kind of pro tips that I always tell people is if you don't need to see it up close, you can watch the Rivers of Light show from sitting and eating inside of those little pavilions back there and kind of see the Rivers of Light show from the backside of that pond without having to sit there huddled together with all these other people. Plus, when the show lets out, you know, you've got the fast edge to get out of the park before everybody else because you've got the entire lake of head start because you watched it from the other side. From there, we're going to kind of Discovery Island very similar to Magic Kingdom, is essentially a spoke from Discovery Island. You have a path left, a path kind of 
upper left, upper right, and far right. So we're going to start far right and work our way around to far left. So Matt, if I hit Discovery Island, take a hard right, and keep walking, I'm going to get to... You're going to get to Dino Land. And Dino Land is a cool little area, and it's just what it sounds like. It is dinosaur-themed. It's got some character meeting greets back in there. So if you were a fan of DuckTales, this is where you're going to find Scrooge McDuck, uh, Launchpad, McQuack. Donald's got a, a meet-and-greet back there. Chip and Dale have a meet-and-greet back there. So there's a lot of character meet-and-greets back there. couple of rides, and then there's a kitty area that's got some kids' rides back in there, almost like a... Like a toddler area, basically, for rides. So, Dinosaur the Ride is the big ride over in this area. And it... What did it used to be called? It used to be called something else. Oh, yeah. It used to, like, Escape from Extinction. Yeah, like yeah. That, yeah. But now it's called Dinosaur the Ride. And it's got the theming of the dinosaur movie. And my son loves that movie right now. So, we rode the ride for the first time when we were down there last time. Um, really cool ride. Kind of scary if you don't like things popping out at you. Um, but it's, true. it's very dark, lots of light animatronic effects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, just a heads up on that. But in and around that area, there are a lot of cool statues of dinosaurs and skeletons and that kind of stuff. So really neat to see. Um, you have the Dino Dig area. And then the uh, Little Nemo show is also back in this area as well. Which is a really cool stage production, almost uh, like the Lion King Broadway show type uh, puppets and that kind of thing. So people in puppets. Really neat area. Um, as you continue around, well, there's one big food area back there as well. And it's going to be Restaurantosaurus, which is a quick service restaurant. And it's got a lot of different things there. Um, burgers, nuggets, pizzas, just a lot of different stuff there. So we end up there quite a bit. As you work your way back around the back, you're going to get into the next area, which is going to be... Yeah, so as you come up from Dino Land, the pathway takes you past, as Matt mentioned, the Finding Nemo musical building. Fantastic musical. I didn't know what to expect because Finding Nemo doesn't have any music in it. Mm -hmm. It is stunning. It has become one of our favorites. It is a show that we will go to every time we go to Disney World. Um, and then if you keep coming up, you're going to go across the bridge and you're going to enter the Asia area. The Asia area is where you're going to find the circle, uh, or sorry, the Rivers of Light show towards the end of the evening. And you're also going to find two rides. You're going to find Expedition Everest and Kali River Rapids. Kali River Rapids is a standard tube ride. Expedition Everest, one of the coasters there. Really, really fun ride. Both of those do have height requirements, but we can talk about those more when we get into the Animal Kingdom Park actual podcast. Uh, to eat, you have Yak and Yeti, which has a quick service and a sit-down option. As I keep coming around, then I head into the Africa section, and this is going to be my favorite section of Animal Kingdom. Africa is home to the Lion King musical show, and that is my favorite show at any of the parks at Walt Disney World Resort. It is fantastic. It is Every time I've seen it, it's been great. They've gone through some cast changes, and it's still fantastic. So really, for me, it's a must-see. You also have Kilimanjaro Safaris back there, which is the safari trek. And you basically get into a safari vehicle, and you go out, and most of the animals on the, on the safari ride are free-range animals. So they have the ability to come up to the 
the truck if they want to. So I have been delayed by a stubborn rhino before. Yeah, I mean, we the last time that my wife and I went on it, everything was really active. So we had rhinos crossing our paths. We had a lot of giraffes out and moving. Just a really cool, and, and not just your normal zoo-type animals. They have a lot of very specific to the African Plains animals in this attraction. And it, it's really cool to see. A um, couple of really nice restaurants there. You have Tusker House, which is going to be your character breakfast. Do they do characters all day? Yeah, it's characters okay. all day. Characters all day. But it's got some African-themed flavors, but really it follows the traditional breakfast as well, Mickey Waffles. This is one of the places that you can get that fantastic juice, the passion fruit, guava, whatever it is, juice that's unbelievable. Um, and then what's you can get the, that at Topolino's Terrace too. Can you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, just side note. Sorry. And then what's the other restaurant there? Uh, Tiffins. Tiffins. Yeah. yeah. That, which is a two star or two credit. Yeah. Fancier dining establishment. So, you know, there's a lot to do. There's a lot of little like stands almost they're, they're quick service restaurants, but there's a lot of little stands. Yeah. Harambe market. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what that, yeah. Harambe market has tons of food options, like four or five different food restaurants. Yeah. And then there's an acrobat show that's at Harambe. That's mm -hmm. really, really cool. Drummers, all sorts yeah. of stuff in Africa. Yeah. It's such a cool area. And that, that's the neat thing about animal kingdom is the two different distinct areas that are, are region related Africa and Asia have a lot of that flair and that theming from those those cultures. Yeah, and side note on those, one of the things that I neglected to stay in Asia, um, and so in Africa and Asia, there are also jungle treks. So in Asia, there is the Maharaja jungle trek, and in Africa, you have the Kilimanjaro jungle trek, which are free walking paths that you move at your own pace, and it essentially takes you past animal exhibits and into some houses with information and displays and there's like a, an aviary along one of the paths and the gorillas oh that's what it's called the gorilla exploration trail yeah. not the kilimanjaro yeah. it's called the gorilla exploration trail um, so there are different things to where if you don't want to go on the rides you can go down these jungle treks and it essentially turns into a really really elaborately laid out and themed zoo yeah. for for a bit of it and then you, if you keep going down the jungle truck, you get to the train station to get out to Rafiki's Planet Watch. Right, which is sort of redesigned and, mm -hmm. and sort of a new thing. And um, the last area is the newest area, and it was the big deal a couple years ago. It still is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it still is. But, yeah. uh, Peter, why don't you talk a little bit about that? Right, so there's two ways to get to this last area. Coming out of Discovery Island, if you go hard left and keep walking, you'll get to this area. And... Past the Lion King musical, if you go past that theater, there's sort of a secret back wooden walkway. It's also where Club 33 is being put in in Animal Kingdom is back along that walkway. Club 33 is a very exclusive Disney club that costs more than I ever plan on making. But um, 33000 and 15 a year. Yep, 15000 a year and 33000 to enter. So Animal Kingdom is, and if you're a Magic Kingdom Club 33, you are not an Animal Kingdom Club 33, which is just 
blowing my mind. Um, yeah. Neither of us are members, so don't worry right, yeah. about it. Don't, don't worry. worry. I've don't, never don't been into one. <laughs> I've never been into one. If you're listening and you're a member, feel free to invite me. I would be. I would jump at the opportunity <laughs> to be your guest for a day. So that's Pandora, what Matt's talking about. So those are the two ways to get into Pandora. Uh, kind of similar to Galaxy's Edge, Pandora allows you to escape reality. You jump into an area that is off-world because you have floating mountains that are defying gravities, waterfalls falling out of these floating mountains. It's absolutely awe-inspiring. At night, you have bioluminescence all over the place where it just glows in all these different fluorescent colors. Um, really, really cool. Great, great food there is Satuli Canteen. It's a build-your-own-bowl-inspired restaurant. Uh, really, really fun. They basically took an RDM mess hall and outfitted it for um, using their as their mess hall. A couple of unique draft beers back there in the High Country Ale and the Grogs Ale. Um, so again, one of them is green. So it just this is off world. This is something new. And then Flight of Passage is the big thing. We'll still get three hour waits and. Uh, then you have Navi River Journey, which is just a really cool boat ride experience. I wish it was a little bit longer, but it's still awe-inspiring and a lot of fun. There are tips and tricks to defeating the Flight of Passage, but I'm not going to tell you about that right now. I'm going to tease you and make you come back when we talk about the Animal Kingdom podcast here coming up later this year. So that's Animal Kingdom. That's what it looks like. And if you want to stay there and want to do a lot of things there, there are some hotels there as well. Matt, anything else to add before we sign off here? No, I think Animal Kingdom is a very underrated park. Um, I think for returning guests... It's one of those parks that you kind of have to get down into and explore a little bit. And that's hard to do when you're going there for the first time. But for returning guests, Animal Kingdom has so many cool little hidden areas. Um, and there's a lot of hidden character opportunities around there as well. Uh, Pocahontas hides down in one of the offshoots to the right of Discovery Island. Um, I wish they would bring back King Louie and Baloo. That was a, a fantastic meet and greet on the backside of Discovery Island. Yeah, it's kind of hiding as you're in between sort of Asia and Africa. Yeah, so there's all these little really cool things. And just like everywhere else in Disney, the detail in some of the buildings and that kind of stuff is just out of this world. So if you have the time, take the time and explore Animal Kingdom because it is a really, really cool park. So, But that's all I've got. So I'm done. Yeah. All right. So thank you very much for listening again. Catch up with us on the, on the website, our Facebook pages, uh, the DPI podcast page and the princesses and the mouse page princesses and the mouse on Instagram and then Apple Spotify. We've got nine platforms. The podcast goes out on. So any of those is going to be perfect to listen to us on everybody. Have a good day. And thanks for listening. Turn your Disney dream into a magical Disney vacation with Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel. Contact us at any of these options or learn more by clicking the website link below.